Well, hello, everybody. It's your boy, the Blended Family Guy, 6 o'clock p.m. on Central Standard Time. Glad you could join us. Had a phenomenal week. Um, we were in L.A. as of last Friday uh, through, I think, Crystal and Major were there until um, I think they left Wednesday. I left from L.A. to Annapolis for um, our global sales meeting with my company. Uh, so it's been a it's been a good week. Lots of travel. Miss Houston. Houston was having some very inclement weather. Um, I think in the history of Houston, it's never snowed twice within the same winter season. And it snowed twice, not just this past week, but uh, I think it was about a month, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, you know, lots of ice storms and it's just been pretty cold here. And actually it was colder. It was colder in, it was colder here in Houston than it was in Annapolis. And I'll tell you what, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, compelling. So yeah, as you all know, right, we're a blended family and I don't talk about blended families just in the traditional sense. I'm not just talking about the fact that, um, when I married my wife, she had an amazing uh, six-year-old daughter, or she actually Camille was seven at the time, um, and I married her, and she was part of the, you know, we became the blended family, but it's so much more than that, right? Here, Camille's son, so if you want to be in the picture, um, we make him part of this. Why? Because it's six o'clock, and, you know, we're asking for a little bit of time where we can focus on this on this blended family, but I don't ever want our son to think that this is separate from him. We're a blended family because of him, right? Because of his sister, um, because we're trying to blend the fact that while I'm here, I'm gonna be interviewing my wife today on the danger of complacency. Um, oh, okay, you're waving bye to everybody, son. Okay, tell everybody bye. Bye, everybody. All right. Thank you, son. Um, while we're doing this, he's sitting right next to us and he's doing some drawing, right, for his, uh, I think, school yearbook contest. But I want you to understand something very clearly. Blending a dynamic of work, career, your dreams, all those other things, it can happen, but it has to be intentional, right? So, um, my wife, I'm interviewing her, but right now she's helping him. And so she's going to be joining and sitting down right next to me here in a second. We're going to, I'm going to be talking to her, asking her some very real questions. Um, and I told her, I said, you know, don't hold anything back. I'm going to be asking her how I can do better. Um, what I'm committing to in 2018, and I'm going to be uh, declaring some things right here on air and I want you guys to not, of course, my first order of accountability is God, then my wife. But I'm going to be I, I want I want you guys to hold me accountable and ask Crystal, have I been doing what I said I was going to going to do in 2018 and beyond? So that being said, um, like I said, if this is your first time joining in, I want to know um, I want you to know that I'm very excited we deliver some very compelling content. Um, there are some things that you must understand about the blended family guy. 
is that I'm all about the strong blend. What is that strong blend? That strong blend is work, life, career. How do you manage both? Or all three, I should say. It's easy if you have the priority system in place. That being said, we have some new content for 2018 that we want to deliver oh, to you. And I'm going to share my screen and just give you uh, the means to obtain that. And this is free to you, but it's a workbook on the six steps to a successful family. So I'm going to share that with you right now. Um, and I'm going to share my screen, give you that information, and we're going to take it from there. So here it is. All right. So you can, for, so for one, you can go to soundcloud.com, Marcus-Holmes-One, anytime to get the, the podcast of the Blended Family Show, as well as you can text the word family, you can text the word family to 240-747-7115. That's again, text the word family on your mobile phone, Text the word family, not the quotes, but the word family to the phone number 240-747-7115. And it will automatically take you to, and it'll automatically take you to the website and it'll automatically allow you to download the six steps to a successful blended family. I want to show you the process on how that's done. So again, that's why I'm sharing my screen. Um, so this is what it looks like, right? If you also go to Marcus Holmes Gifts, so again, let's take you there, right here, uh, where is it? Marcus Holmes Gifts, that is, okay, so I'm gonna take you to it, right? But if you go to marcusholmesgifts.com, this is the landing page for the six steps to a successful blended family. And if you scroll down through all that information and you click the download now button, it's just going to ask you for your first name, last name, email, and phone number, and then you can automatically download the guide. So very simple to do. You can either text message or you can go to the website, MarcusHomesGifts.com, and you'll have it. But I want you to know that there are several ways to get in contact with me. Um, I want you to know that there there are several ways, and I'm going to finish showing you those. All right, so if you go on Instagram, you go to Marcus A. Holmes, YouTube.com, search on The Blended Family Guy. You can also join my Facebook group, and it's where all of the content, all of the quotes, all of what we do and produce is out there. And if you just run a search on Facebook and you type in hashtag strong blend, you're going to find our group. Go on and join great content, great conversation. Do that for us and share it. So right now, like, share, do what you need to do where you know that there are some families out there, some individuals who need help in blending the dynamic. And I'm letting you know that we are not perfect. That's why I'm interviewing my wife on today, because I'm going to be asking her about the danger of complacency when it comes to marriage and parenting. We're going to see how that looks, right? What that looks like. So again, here we go. I wanted to share this with you. That's it right there. Soundcloud.com. That's the podcast. Text the word family to 240-747-715. Come on, scoot on in, babe. And then you go to Facebook. So that's all of this. Now, 
Let's go ahead. I'm going to stop sharing here for just a second. And we're going to go back to be live. And here we are. Um, why don't you tell everybody hello, sweetheart? Hello, everybody. All right. All right. So um, I'm just letting you know I'm excited. Very excited. Got a really great show on today. And um, we're talking about the danger of complacency in your marriage and parenting. So I'm going to be interviewing you, Chris. I want you to lay it out there. One, not perfect. Me, oof, not perfect at all. Two, I'm not easy, I'm not easy to deal with. My wife knows that. Um, well, you didn't have to, you know, do all the sign. I mean, I know I'm not. I admit it. Um, three, we want you to know that you can still survive, right? Um, that's great, son. So 16 years, we're going to be married 17 years in a couple of months, and it has not been easy. But I will tell you, we've loved the journey, and we realize it's not a destination. We're going to be married another 100 years. Um, I believe in advances in science. You hear them. Oh, no, babe. But, I, but, but if I can live another 100 years, be married to you, I'm good. And then when it's my time to go, I still want to be married to you in heaven. So I don't know. So sweet, and, but I'm serious. All right. So, y'all, I want you to understand, although my wife doesn't like me sometimes, I know she loves me. I know she doesn't like me sometimes. I really couldn't go on without my wife. Right. And I love Jesus. And y'all, for all you religious zealots out there, I love my wife. I love God. And yes, he is my all. But while I'm here on this earth, I absolutely adore my wife, right? And I want her um, to always be with me. I don't know what I would do. We've been married too long um, yeah. for me to, to, to even think that I could go on without her. You know, she's the mother to my children. Um, I don't know what I could do, but I want, I want you guys to understand this. In that, that's where complacency resides in that area of I've become so used to my wife that I forget to pursue my wife. And so you have to be careful because it's in that area that complacency resides. So in that, I'm going to be having an open dialogue with my wife on how I've become complacent in areas that I might not know and I want her with you, the viewing audience, sharing with me. And I'm learning just like you. And some of this stuff, of course, I know, but I might be hard-headed. I might not be taking it as serious as I need to. But I'm going to be asking her some pretty tough questions. And I'm going to have to check my ego, especially if I want this marriage to grow. Because I know I could be married another 50 years to this woman and but we haven't grown. I don't want that. I don't want just a complacent marriage. I don't want the nice pretty pictures on Facebook where it shows me and our kids and everything's fine and it's really not. We're not growing. I don't want that. That's fake. There's too much fakeness in this world, first of all. Whole lot of fakeness going on. People just need to be real. Y'all, I have problems. My wife, she 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 has a few, right? She's she's amazing. 
But I want you to know this. We want to give you a peek inside our marriage on the things that I can do better as far as today. So that being said, um, I'm just going to be asking you a few questions. Okay, Chris. Um, Go for it. All right. First off, um, what is your definition of complacency? What's your definition? Okay, I want you to go ahead. I'm typing, but I want you to lean back. I want you to lean back. Take your time. There you go. I'm sorry. I just I want to make sure the viewing audience okay. can see you. There we go. Okay. So um, here, and scoot over here just a little. You can scoot all over. There we go. All right. There we go. Um, what's your definition oh, of complacency? Being it's uh, okay. Just complacent just means you know just being stuck in a you know, in a certain place and not able to move forward, not able to move backwards, just kind of stuck in a, in a place. Wow. Um, now, how can that affect a marriage? Well, um, I think it can affect the marriage in a really, uh, in a negative way. Um, because you can be going through the days and the months and the years of the calendar. And if you're complacent, then those years will go by and years will leave you because time doesn't wait. You know, we hear the saying time waits for no man. So that right. means that if you are stuck, time doesn't wait for you. Right. So that means that children grow up. That means that years go by, you know, anniversaries, um, and you're stuck. So that means that everything around you is moving but you. Or if you're in a marriage, that means that your marriage isn't moving. It's just life is going on without you. So that means that your your marriage, you know, your children, everything that's growing around you um, is being directly affected because everything is moving you know okay. um so that being said what is um for you um what is the difference between a flourishing marriage and one that's complacent and give me an example in our own marriage where there's something that I have been complacent with from when we initially were married, when I was pursuing you and 16 years later, you're like, you know what? You've lost it, dude. You've lost it, dude. I need you to, I need you to step it up in this area. And, and the reason why I'm, I'm really wanting you to be transparent, Chris, is because there's other married couples out there and I think there's there's still sometimes not a good dose of reality in terms of marriage and helping people and realizing that, you know what, I'm not perfect. You see what's on social media, but a lot of people, we, we can present perfect on social media and it's in shambles off social media. I don't want that. I want reality. And the reality is sometimes me and you, we, we have very lively debates. So hmm. what does that mean? No. And see, so y'all, this is where I want my wife to be transparent. Now, see, 
I'm gonna tell you what she did. She was like, she 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 was hitting my leg, right? She was hitting my leg. I mean, it's like I don't want him saying stuff like an old man. I think that's something I just you know. Okay, that's now my see, job. so this is so 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 just say, so so say that. Just say it on camera with everybody that you like, know, what, babe. What I don't are, want you sounding like an old time preacher, and I'm not trying to be funny. I want I want you to be real. Like, what do you mean? It's, in other words. Um, we don't, it's not that we have lively, you know, debates. No, what it is, is that when time has gone by and we've been doing life and we haven't stopped and spent any time together. And then it's, you know, you become nitpicky over little things. Like I do. You do. I do. Oh, you sure do. Well, oh, you I sure mean, do. So like, okay, for example, Oh, that's a good if one. If you have not spent time, if, and I'm I'm not talking okay. about texting me and asking me what's going on, or um, you know, it's it's just whatever the person's career is. You know, you may have a job, someone on who may have a job that they don't have the same schedule every day. You know, I know I have friends. Some of them they go to work the same time, and then they, you know, get off around the same time, and they come home. You may not have the spouse that they get a last minute call from their boss that says okay. they have to fly off next week. So you have to kind of prepare your mind for that uh, because that's not, or, you know, you may be married to someone who that travel is something that they have to do in their career. And you have, you know, children and you didn't sign up for this to be a single right, mother right, or a single right. father. You didn't sign up to be by yourself. And it's not saying that it happens all the time, but I know there's some people, it happens a lot. You know, like I have a friend who, um, you know, informed me that her son, her husband is, you know, he's in oil and gas and he's getting ready to uh, be gone for 10 weeks. And I'm sitting here like 10 weeks. So, so, so you know, me, I, okay. Okay. So, so let me ask you that then. When I travel a lot, right now, Facebook family, I'm just letting you know that you'll never know when I'm traveling. Sometimes when I post pictures, it's it's a week later because why? I'm all about the safety of my family. So you'll never know I'm traveling while I'm traveling because why? If my wife and family are home, um, I don't ever wanna leave them exposed. So that being said, I travel a lot. And I just wanna put that out there for all you people that travel. You know, stop posting when you're, when you're gone, especially if you're a guy. Um, and you you have your wife and children at home because again, um, a lot of unnice people in the world they look at that as an area of opportunity. That being said, Chris, what can I do better? Being that I travel quite a bit, what can I do better to make you feel outside of text messages? that I'm thinking about you and the family? What what could I do better? Well, I just think that um, it's, to me, like I, I heard a really great uh, statement. It was reaffirmed today in the message today um, that we're not searching for balance, but we're searching for rhythm. So life is about rhythm. Absolutely. So I think that every person has to find the thing that's gonna help them to stay in rhythm, you know, and not be... So give me some specifics, like not, what? Okay, like what? it's coming, okay. slow down. Right. See right there, like breathe, you know, like, see that? The reason why he's so on edge is because he needs to breathe, 
There's a song that says, breathe, stretch, let it go. He needs to breathe. Yo, and that means I'm ready for, there's no, you need uh, to relax. I'm ready for her to needs, give me what I need to grow, y'all. I'm ready for her to it's called, give me what it's I need to breathe, grow. Breathe and let all right, it go. All right, he all right. He needs okay. to relax. But so what that can lets I do? me know, okay, so what can you do? It's called, what we're going to do tonight is we're planning, a vac we're planning our vacation time out. Uh, because I want uh, to make sure that he puts that in his life, you know, schedule because people are pulling on him um, with his responsibilities. And, you know, I believe that, you know, things are going to just get greater. And the only way that you can stop and take care of yourself and do what you need to do is to just do it like you have to stop so i think for me i just want to see you know i can i think i can deal with the traveling and the right. scheduling and all that but i think for me i just want him to take more time for himself you know again that word today that was telling us you know okay. to take care of ourselves all and right. all that so that's like the you know okay. part of that rhythm and okay. then what happens is i'm like oh you know I don't feel like you're running all over the world and I'm worried about you. Like, okay, so see, are you uh, okay? So see, this is where... Is he checking his blood pressure? You well, know, no, is he so, all right? You so, y'all, see, y'all, I have to make sure still, sometimes you know, that that's not a knife. Cause all right, know, cause sometimes be I feel like she's about to, to cut me. I'm going to be, you know. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, and you have to answer this question. Okay. How can I help you Field while I'm traveling because I think I don't do <laughs> so it. So what he just did was say I didn't answer his question. She didn't answer my question, y'all. So I'm, I'm I put <laughs> it out there for you. Question to Crystal because the viewers want to know okay. how can I do better when I'm traveling to show I'm thinking about you. How can I do better? Because I mean, because I, I don't, no, let me say this. I don't okay. think that you don't think about me when you're traveling. You don't make me feel that way. So this that's well y'all okay well all right so I mean that that's why I think I okay. was confused okay oh so I I do okay I do okay because I know the word it's hidden in here I can't all right help. all right all right Pastor um <laughs> she is but okay so so I'm gonna ask you Chris how can I do better um, I'm not perfect how can I do better what are some things like you know what if um. Marcus, if you, you know, what did I used to do? Now, y'all, I'm going to tell you some I, I mean, used to do. No, okay. Some I used to do that I haven't done in a while is when I was pursuing my wife, there were times that I would send her a dozen roses every day. Like every day. Well, that was at school. That was like, but, ooh, look at this. Ooh. Oh, so you'd rather me not do he that? These flowers, and, and it was just like a, it looked like so I'm, a, a so funeral. I'm, so I'm asking all you. over my so, office. So, my oh, it's a funeral. Oh, okay. <laughs> in my classroom. No, I'm just saying it was it was nice. Oh, okay. but you don't need to do that. We don't need to have you know 24 dozen roses. In okay, so we tell me what that. I can do. See, see. So that's so no. We're not we're not saying that that's what you need to do. What we're so, saying. So I'm is, asking what what can I do better? And see, fellas, if you're out there. Ladies, if you're out there, this, I think, is a great exercise in how to manage emotions and expectations, right? How can I do better? 
I, my wife also has to know what she wants from me. And I think that's a fair exchange, right? If, because if I'm shooting at a mark that is the wrong target, that's not a good thing. So my wife just told me, which I think is really cool. My wife just told me, Marcus, I don't want you sending a dozen roses to the house every day to show me you love me while you're traveling. That's what I did to pursue her during one of those periods, right? That's what I did. But she's saying, I don't need to do that now. So what, you know, what are those things? And I think y'all, this is what it's about. It's the conversation. So that's why I wanted to interview you. Uh, so what I think for me, what helps me is that we have more time than not that we plan uh -oh. how the week is going to go. Oh. So in other words, um, okay. when it comes up, you know, where it's like you're, you have to go, I'm like, oh, because we have kind of structured. So I don't know, every family is different. I feel like we have to restructure our lives pretty much more. Okay. It's not a yearly basis. I think like we have to, you okay. know, like we're talking about meeting every week. So, so I want to make sure I'm getting this because I, I, I got to ask you some more questions. So, so Facebook fan. I still haven't answered. This is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. So my wife, she's about to be on an international level. And I've got to, I'm trying to get her to answer questions in a in a in about a, a, a 30 second time they frame. They need to be short and concise because she's still not answering it. But <laughs> I love her nonetheless. But here's what here's what I, I did pick up, y'all. My wife. And I've told, and she knows I'm trying to do better about this is time management in terms of writing out what's going on in the week. Here's what I, I am bad about, and I'm trying to get better. Here's what I'm, I'm bad about, y'all. And my wife, you're going to get the, yep. This past year, I traveled so much. I was sometimes doing pop-up trips on my wife, which is completely unfair. Yes, yeah, you know. I can do better about that, right? But it wasn't that it was a pop-up <laughs> trip. It was a pop-up trip because you didn't. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and I'm sorry. Let me be very clear. It was a pop-up trip to her, and, you know. but I forget to tell her. I would literally yeah. forget to tell my wife. And sometimes, y'all, I'd be gone three and four days, and I was telling her on the morning of that I was leaving. I'd be leaving in like four hours, and I'd be like, oh, babe, I forgot to tell you I was leaving. Not right. Not a good way to run your marriage. You can answer your own no, you but but me. but but no. I don't want to ever speak on your behalf. Right. But I know that y'all, there's some things that I'm working on. Right. That's one of them. So communication and a plan. My wife likes knowing that I have a plan. One thing that she has been very clear, very demonstrative on is I have got to start planning out my week, my month, my year better. So one thing that we're going to be doing on our date night, um, and, and that was the other thing, I'm committing to the date night every night. Y'all don't let life impact the weekly date nights. You've got to spend that qualitative time with your wife. Well, and so let's, let's okay. connect this. So, okay. you know, Again, this has to do with seasons. I think we are entering into a different season 
of our marriage mm-hmm. and our relationships. And of course, with, we have major, which kind of started over the cycle of, you know, where we were with Camille when we first married. We were beginning that cycle of life. Sure. And then now sure. we're helping her in another phase of her life. But what we've kind of realized now, now we have an opportunity where we can take, you know, at least one night a week and just step away. You know, I can be in my sweatpants. I don't care. We can just be in the car. We can drive around the circle oh, oh. for about 10 times just to just so that it's for about you 10 times. I. What did you mean by 10 times? So I'm saying just circling around the neighborhood. Oh, 10, oh. 10 times. So, so yeah. And we okay. Come back. This is so good. we're not like talking yeah. about reserving. Ooh, you know, ooh, this is good. Um, this is a, a good point. A spot at a restaurant, and then you know. So yeah, I want I want y'all to I want to I want I want y'all to understand something. All right, are you listening? Don't get so bougie with y'all's date night <laughs> that you feel you have to plan dinner. Because right. I'm going to tell you, this season in our life, we have our six year old son, and we don't have, and sometimes um, with his activity with our level of interaction with me traveling. Sometimes we can't get dressed up. Now you have to have that. But one thing I like about my wife, sometimes we'll go on our date nights about 9 PM and we'll go to IHOP and just talk. And as long as she has some hot chocolate with some whipped cream, she's good. Or what I like is sometimes my wife just likes to drive around if it's during like the evening time and just go look at, houses or go look at um well, yards and dark but you know that's what i said in the evening time right when it's not when it's not dark like summertime mm-hmm. but i want you to know i really appreciate that because she could make it hard on me by saying well i want to i need i need i need us to go to a restaurant and it's down in the galleria area and we live all the way up here in humble but the point is don't let don't let the 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 finances, the, 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 well, finances, don't let the time of day, don't let any of that allow you to be complacent in why you're not dating your wife or why you're not dating your husband. What I like is my wife now, she'll throw on some sweats, right? I mean, quality she's time, it's that quality like, it's time, y'all. Yeah, like, you know, a date is a date now, date is still. You know, right, set right. up a certain way, but then there's quality time, and quality time could be, yeah, you know, us here in the house. Um, but sometimes, if I get in my house and we're on that couch, uh, I will be asleep. I just will be because the day has just gone yeah, by. Yeah. So I said, well, we can just yeah. hop in the car. You know, I'm alert, and you know, things are moving, and you know, it's not too late. Then that just kind of helps me to be able All to right. focus. So let me ask you this then. Um, next question. In terms of parenting, where have we in raising Camille were we complacent and what did we learn from it? Or or major, where have you seen that we've been complacent? And it might have only been for a quick minute, but you realized it and we corrected it. I don't think we were complacent. One thing I think Camille, if she would have watched this, um, she would say that we were always on it. You know, that we were really, um, you know, through, through, through good and bad, whether we were uh, transitioning from this career to this or that. I think we were always making sure that she was, she felt, and she was a priority. So I think that's one of the things I would say is that be careful that, um, you know, you don't get in a rut as a parent because of what's going on around you. 
um, that you stay, you still remember that that child um, deserves to have structure, deserves to have your attention, you know, doesn't deserve to be put in the back end, you know, just because of what you all are going through. And I was thinking about, you know, just I think both how we were both raised, like my grandparents, you know, I never felt like um, I was a burden to them, you know, being their granddaughter, but they were raising me as a daughter. You know, they had me there in the home and I was a, you know, I don't, I don't feel that they didn't have a life because of me either. And I think that's what can, hmm. has helped us hmm. because they weren't the type of parents that said, we just can't go anywhere because we've got her. So we can't do anything because when they had their couples nights, when they had their little get together with husbands and wives, you know, they had me in pajamas and I was going across the street to Miss Lawrence's house who made the best rolls in the world. And I would, she put me in the bed in her guest room and I'd be laying down there. And I remember that they come and get me like around 11 or, you know, midnight once the gathering was over. So, you know, it is about, you know, of course, the, the, the rhythm of um, still being able to, but I mean, things like functions that I was involved in or making sure that I had the best presentation of, of whatever it was, you know, not just kind of okay. making me feel me? like. And I know last minute me. I want you also to can you provide any examples where we did go to sleep at the wheel? And and sometimes it's the minor things, right? Where you go to sleep at the wheel and whether it's for Major or, or mm -hmm. myself or uh, Major or Camille, um, or even Andre. Oh, yeah. Where we went like give, give I think, an example. Uh, I think for like everybody. this this coming year, you know, we both agreed, we both said that you know what? You know, we felt like that we just kind of stumbled into this school year. It was like, oh, my goodness. You know, um, of course, school didn't start on time here. But when it did start and we made the decision, you know, we knew that we wanted a change for him. We made the decision of what we were going to do. Um, you know, we were like, this is a totally new world to us. But we are having because he's in a, um, you know, Spanish immersion program. And it's a different structure of education. We're used to, I'm used to the teacher giving me notes and telling me, all right, this is what I'd like for him to do at home, X, Y, Z, and then I'm on it. And then we have this, this flow. And then because, you know, we do have a child that's artistic and uh, athletic. One of the things that we're on is a journey of, you know, not balancing, but putting him on a rhythm so that he can go okay. sports, music. Right. But this, that, and the other, and I think we've what, been struggling with that. But that's, but I think that's where we've actually. In the past I don't think we've months. been. I don't think we've been asleep at the wheel. I think we both recognize we're trying to figure this out, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because parenting, there's no playbook on it. Right. But I, and so I'll give you a prime example, blended family. Um, I think where. I fell asleep this year. Um, where I didn't think about this from a strategic point of view, and I should have, is baseball. So yeah. I'm not because let me tell y'all, this one over here did not want. Um, she wanted Major to play baseball, but she did not like the late games. Well, and that's just because of his age. So well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's my not, point. It, no, 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 of course. You know, I think it, that he's six years old, y'all. And sometimes these games were 
or a little late now, I told her it was going to be fine. But I really didn't think about the impact it would have on him. And I think for me, I, I should have known better. You know who chin checked me was uh, my good friend, Max Story. Because I was really deliberating like team versus major and his well-being. Because I'm big on team. I'm big on your uh, a valuable asset to a team. When you make a commitment, you you own it, you keep it. And what I what I should have done from the beginning is one, I did listen to my wife, but I should have really thought about this in a much more strategic approach. In the fact that, well, what if there's a double header and he has back to back late games because game starts at seven thirty or seven. Well, it could end at 8.30. No, 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 no. It was 7.30, right? I think it was 7.30. No, they had a six. Well, they had one that was at the good time, which was what? No, six, they, they alternated, right? The later one was the one that was right. at 7. Well, right. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. It was late. But I should have thought about that in a much more strategic approach. So that's where I think I slept. I fell asleep at the wheel. I became complacent in my parenting because sometimes you 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 want your son to play. You want your children to play in that sport or that activity, but you forget about their well-being or you don't forget about those things that really matter. And even if it only comes up once or twice during that season, it, it can really impact the child from a negative point of view. And that's where I know I'm going to be doing better. And um, I, I, that's why I felt I fell asleep at the wheel. Now, let, I'm going to ask you another question, Mrs. Holmes. Um, in terms of complacency, where do you think you could do better in 2018 from a marriage point of view? What do you think you could do better that you could share with the audience, just some tips um, where you feel you've maybe been complacent and you wanna, you wanna do better? Um, because again, we're not perfect, we're all trying to do better. What's well, your I, I think, um, I think again, you know, it was, having to do with management of time. Mm. I think that when you um, improve how you manage your time, it rolls over into relationships and then how you, everyone that you interact with. So your children, you know, you. And um, so that's the one thing that, you know, I've made a commitment to myself is to manage it better and to be more, more accountable to it um, by just, you know, counting, I just, I'd say again, just like what we heard today, wonderful message, uh, Pastor Eric, uh, about just, you know, the time doesn't belong to us. And so when we become a good steward of God's time, uh, you know, we're going to reap benefits of that. You know, we'll find that there's actually extra time. Because that's what I was thinking. Okay. Sometimes I feel so, like we don't have time for one another at times. Or we may feel like we just so ran me, out of time. Okay, so give me one thing regarding time that you want to do better. And I mean, I know calendar, but I mean, one thing that you can say, you know, I'm doing better. You're already doing it as of 2018, or you want to start doing it when well, it comes to time. One no, I'm just, I'm giving myself uh, shorter amounts of time to get certain things done. Like what? So like, if I say that I'm going to work on, let's just say I'm working on a piece of music. I'm going to spend maybe this amount of time 
on it. And then I take this amount of time to work on my lessons for students. And then I take, I mean, it's just the amount of time. Sometimes I felt like that um, certain things took longer and it was because I allowed it to go over. Like I would sure. be like, I would let things go over. And because I did that, then I felt like I had um, no time at the end for Okay, so other give, so give me an example again, bringing it back to marriage, right? Where time is something that you're gonna manage better when it comes to us. Based on the whole, you know, you're trying to manage time better. What it, how does that factor into our marriage? Yeah, so me, how does it impact me from a positive perspective? Well, I mean, just like I said, so that there is um, during the week, you know, when you are here, we're making the best of. I mean, which I don't, I don't think that we don't, but I just think that it can be better. I'm talking about living, you, right? With me, with me, me with yeah, you. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's like, what does that mean? Like, like give that, for give example, that, give me an know, example. If you say, hey, you know, just like you asked me, did I want to go, go to the movies? Well, you know, if I'm feeling like I've checked out, you know, then it, I may not want to. But I just feel like if I manage things better, then I have a couple of hours still kind of stored in, see what I mean? To be able to say, yeah, let's let's go do that. Or X, Y, Z. That makes sense? Okay. So, and, I, and then my physical, too, because I said, you know, Last year was just a challenging year for me. Why was it a challenging year for you? So I had a major surgery last year. Um, I'm still here. Thank you, Lord. Um, and so I think that now is my time to get back to where I was before all of that. And when I say before all of that, like before the problems that were occurring that were causing me to be fatigued and all these things and depleting my energy and just I was fighting with just everything. So now okay, it's time so, to get back. So, so the rule of thumb that I've learned is when you share, you can't share in part because people are going to be wondering like, well, okay, you have this surgery. Now you got people, one, they might be a little scared. Two, they're like, okay, what, what happened? And then you're fatigued. So you don't want to leave people hanging, right, that are seeing so, this, that are, or, or hearing this. Right, you know so what, what happened? I'm going to give this to y'all and then I'm going to put the mic down because I think after I say this, that's what I'm going to feel like. So what happened? So uh, our son, about to be seven years old. So I'll say seven years ago, you know, we had desire to have children. We had I had challenges there because of uterine fibroids. Uh, I had them removed at one time. They were growing still. Uh Basically, make a long story short, a lot of women deal with it. Mine just kind of got out of control, got to the point where they were just depleting my iron. My iron was just dropping. Uh, it, it probably started doing that, acting up um, prior to conception. But as a result of conception, um, towards the end before Major was born, we had some issues with blood. You know, some things were going on. Some things were a little scary. You know, there was a, a you know, Deep vein thrombosis, if y'all know. Right. So it was the same thing that happened to Serena Williams. So this all the stuff you see on the news where she's talking about, you know, I could have it could have gone wrong. So, so the five words affected like you. One, they were very painful, right? Um, two, they were leeches in your body. So I mean they were drinking up all of your blood. So you had low iron, 
which then causes fatigue, right? Yeah, and then I had a doctor that was putting me on a blood thinner because of the uh, the clotting issues. So what's happening is anyone knows a thinner is supposed to help cause uh, blood to circulate and flow freely. So you have that kind of working against uh, the whole idea of stopping it, you know, and, and me, you know, kind of doing what all females do every month and, and that type of thing. Uh, but then having a doctor give me something that basically was causing it to accelerate. So with all that being said, I had to make a decision. And uh, as a result of that, um, you know, I'm now at a place where I feel that I can regain my energy. I can do, you know, be the active person that I was before. I mean, I, I, I've still been active, but, okay. it, you know, I feel that, I think that was my, I don't want to say that was complacency, but it was just, my goodness, it was, a, it was just really a fight. It was difficult. And so now that we're at this place, you know, this is my, my desire is to be uh, just even a more energized version of me. You know, okay. I've always been, you know, somebody used to call me energizer bunny, you know, when I was at, you know, running around doing all things I do. Uh, and I'm still that way, but I just feel like I was an energizer fume bunny. You know, I was running off of fumes rather than true, you know, energy. So now uh, we're just getting back to that place. And that's part of that management of, you know, just putting that in now that I can. So. Okay. So, um, you know, Crystal, I've received several, several, several women, as you know, right, are out there suffering from fibroids. And of course, you're not a doctor, um, but you're on the other end of, of, of that and that you've experienced, I think, very extreme situations with fibroids and you've came out a victor, right? Um, there are a lot of women that I think Chris could really be helped by that. Okay, so I want you to know this, y'all. My wife is getting ready. Um, um, my my son's godmother, one of the godmothers, is um, coming by with um, our daughter, um, with, with their daughter to do some uh, science experiments with our yeah. three dogs, right? But before we go, before we go, Chris, I'm going to ask you a very bold question that I think is is so pertinent for today's woman. Yeah. I want to. I don't want to conduct the interview, but I want you to be interviewed about fibroids and what it took you through, so other women can it it can be avoided or or the help. And again, you're not a doctor, but you can offer the advice that you went through. Because Chris, y'all, I want you to understand something. These fibroids were causing such complications within my with my wife that she almost died because of what they were causing. You know, the the deep vein thrombosis and and all of this. And I mean, it's a story, but I think it's not for this time. But Chris. I think that your story needs to be told, um, and I think it needs to be on a very large platform um, where you share it. Um, 
would you be able to do that at some point in the future? Touching oh, on that. Absolutely. I'm, I'll say this. Um, there are some things that you have to know, you know, what, what kind of person you are. You know, I look back and I say, you know what, maybe there was some information that I didn't pursue um, completely because, you know, I've come across an information You've come across recently. Right. Well, recently that made me say, wow, you know, I wonder. But then I look back at my case and I say, well, you know what, God, you've allowed this to happen. You've allowed me to come out, uh, you know, feeling, you know, not like I'm in a, a, a you know, a unhealthy state. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm giving an, given an opportunity to rebuild you know, kind of going backwards on time, literally because of this. But there are some things, you know, having to do with diet, um, you know, not saying that, you know, I'm going around just eating anything and everything, but I think specific to our culture, we need to know, you know, um, and then as females, especially, um, you know, just what we're taking in and what it does to us. And so I think, now I'm more aware of that. Like, wow, you know, um, there's some things that I just really was almost like a second sense. Like, you don't need milk. Don't take it. You know, and I don't drink milk all the time. But why is that? You know, why did I get that feeling? You know, I do believe, you know, that there are certain things that our body is trying to tell us. So, you know, but I guess that's my, you could say I felt like, there was a complacency there um, that I had to overcome all of that. And that was huge, but it did cause complacency within our marriage. I guess we had to go all the way around the world. So yeah. I like to talk, y'all. Yeah. And I at know, some but, but, point, but it, you'll actually get an answer from me. I yeah, just don't that's do not, it like him. Yeah, but, but, but being that I know you like the, 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 the great, the great Oprahs of the world, the well, great Oprahs of the world who I know you admire, right? They would have to tell you, they'd have to speak up because you can only have so much time on a broadcast, yeah, right? Okay. So, y'all, I'm just letting you know that it's coming, it's gonna be big. And I think it's gonna be life-changing because I'm gonna give it to you from my perspective as well, from the husband's perspective and how I was also, I was, I was so selfish during that time, not understanding the fear that she was going through. Um, I was selfish. And I think she'll admit that she was even even a little bit selfish, but it was a little bit right. And it was because of the fear. Um, we're going to get very real with you. But I think women out there that have had fibroids, um, we're, maybe we can have some other women on that you can that can also kind of come in and give a little piece there. But I think it's going to be huge, Chris. Um 2018 is the year where we are really helping women, men, couples, families do better. But y'all, my wife is a survivor and she's not just a survivor. She is a victor. Um, and I don't even know how we got on the whole fibroids thing. What was it? Well, oh, no, you were talking was, about bot. Oh, right. we were talking well, about. I was just saying is that the way they made me feel, they led to a complacent. There were some things that Ooh. I couldn't move forward in. Remember wow. I said complacency makes you wow. steal. That's so that's huge. why I was like, out of all this, that's probably all I should have said. So I apologize, you. Well, no, 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 no. That's this is good because right. this is good because I didn't. I never thought about that. And y'all see, this is why I wanted to interview my wife. And I think 
out of everything, the most so, poignant thing has so been complacency been in a marriage can have to do with health. It can be health related. Wow. And that can be for a husband too, you know, like wow physical, you know, physical exercise and you know, you feel like you're fatigued because you need to do more. And then like, or it could be a medical condition that causes that. And you all have to deal with that together. You have to you have to ride that storm out and figure out, you know, how to help one another, not hurt one another's feelings, not make each other feel like, oh, you know, you're just such a bad person because you're not making an immediate decision to change. You know, but there's prayer that's involved in that. You know, there's there's fasting together because we're dealing with flesh. Anytime you're dealing with flesh, flesh doesn't want to change right away. And that's okay, you know, because that's just what God does for us, right? Wow. And that's where, that's the point that I should have made. But y'all. No, this I was mean, good. This, this was is, good. This know, was good. Hey, Chris, you're being very transparent about something that, you know, can, could be left very private. But I think there's so much that can be shared with women who think about it, Chris. You didn't want to share. That because it is, I'm not saying you didn't want to yeah, share. I'm, it's I'm just, afraid. it's private, right? I mean, that's, but that's, I just, I just, that's a it sensitive it, area, it right? Was, it was draining. I mean, and I know, you know, women, you know what I'm talking about because when your energy is gone and men don't understand, you know, that type of draining. Now, they may understand physical draining or mental draining from just being tired from the day. But, the, but that type of draining, our physical draining, it, it drains the mind and the body. And, you know, it's it's kind of just like a constant thing. So anyway, but I'm going to let. All right. You, yeah, quick. you go ahead. Facebook right. family. Just want to let you know um, there's going to be some really great things, I think, coming in. No, are coming in 2018. Um, I'm going to share my screen again. And just I want you to remember this, that you can um, find out more by going to MarcusHolmesGifts.com clicking that download button and you'll get the workbook six steps to a successful blended family blended, not into the traditional sense, but the blend of work, family, career, all of that. How do you do it? It's all in your priorities and in your value system. So I want you to know that you can do it that way as well, as well type or text family, the word family to the number 240-747-7115. All right, so you're seeing my screen. These are all the ways to find all my digital properties. If you want more of this, if you want to look at past episodes, this is how you get there. I just want you to know that I am excited to have you. Um, I don't take this for granted. A lot to me, right? This means a lot to me, having you here. So that being said, join me next week. We have some incredible things going on, some guests that will be coming. Uh, we're going to be doing some interviewing of other successful blended families. Oh, man, it's going to be bananas in 2018 and beyond. So, again, thank you. See you next time. Have a great week. Focus. Be intentional in your family dynamic and the success of it. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Take care.